You can do a very short sales period or a very long sales period. However, it is important to note that if you have a definite beginning and a definite end to your sales period, you will get the best results. So rather than just endlessly promoting the same product, you want to have a sale or a promotion that starts on a specific date and ends on a specific date. And that way there is a little bit of urgency associated with your offer. We became entrepreneurs because more than anything, we want freedom. We want to be in control of our own schedule, income, and life. But unfortunately, that isn't always the reality of being a business owner. I'm Gillian Perkins, and I'm on a mission to take back entrepreneurship for what it's supposed to be. In every episode, I'll share with you how to get the most out of every hour you work so that you can work less and earn more. Let's get to it. To sell products online, you need a few different types of marketing, a few different tools in your marketing toolkit. For example, you need to have some way that you're advertising your products and your business so that people hear about them in the first place. You also need to have a sort of a middle of your funnel where you're warming up these new leads that you've attracted and you're moving them closer to being interested in buying. And then finally, you need to have some sort of process for closing those leads and turning them into paying customers at the end of their journey. As you may be aware, many online businesses, most even, I would say, use email marketing at some point in this funnel, typically in the middle and towards the end of it. So even if a company uses some other type of advertising strategy, something like Facebook ads or Google ads or perhaps YouTube or Pinterest near the top of their funnel to attract their leads, they're probably using email later on to actually convert those leads into paying customers. I'm sure that you've noticed that most of your favorite brands, whether it's local stores that you shop at or influencers you follow on social media, online leaders that you follow, really any sort of brand in any industry is using email to close sales. And that's why I find it especially ridiculous when people say that email is dead because we're all still using email. We're all still opening emails. It's a primary method of communication and most businesses are still using it as their primary sales channel. So today in this episode, we're going to be discussing how to launch with email. How can you use email to close sales for your business? So let's just dive on into the deep end here and talk about email marketing. Specifically, if you're launching, a lot of online businesses use webinars as part of their launch strategy. So I want to share with you how big of a difference that can make in your email marketing. So if you just send emails, you're typically going to see somewhere between a 0.1 conversion rate Okay, so that's one sale out of every thousand people you send an email to, somewhere between that 0.1 and perhaps a 2% conversion rate. And so that would be 20 sales for every thousand people you send an email to. Pretty low, as you can see. And I have generally found it to be on the lower end of that, less than 1% conversion rates if I use email alone. Now, if you add a webinar into the mix, and I want to preface this by saying a webinar can take a lot of different forms, but it's some sort of video that typically provides some sort of value and also presents your product offer and asks people to purchase it or perhaps asks them to apply to join your program. 
If you use a video of that sort, then you can improve your conversion rates from that roughly 1% up to 5 to 10%. So in other words, you can get 5 to 10 times as many sales by simply adding a webinar into your email sales funnel. That's obviously a very significant increase. That goes whether you are a small brand where you don't have very many leads and you really need to maximize the number of sales that you're getting from the leads that you have. Or if you're a big brand with a lot of leads, then obviously five times as many conversions adds up to just a lot of sales. So either way, I think it is well worth it to use email and webinars or some other form of video combined. So in this episode all about how to launch with email, I'm going to be sharing with you strategies for how to use these two sales mechanisms together so you can get the very best results. Okay, so next let's talk about how long your email sales sequences should be. How many days should you be sending emails for a specific sales period? Well, of course, that is entirely up to you. You can do a very short sales period or a very long sales period. However, it is important to note that if you have a definite beginning and a definite end to your sales period, you will get the best results. So rather than just endlessly promoting the same product, promoting it, promoting it, you want to have a sale or a promotion that starts on a specific date and ends on a specific date. And that way, there is a little bit of urgency associated with your offer. Now, when you hear urgency, I don't want you to think that this is stressful or that this is push marketing because it definitely doesn't need to be. It's just that this is a limited time offer and your prospective clients, your prospective customers can only get it for a limited period of time. And so if they want to work with you, if they want to buy your product, then they need to do it before the time runs out. It's a little bit of positive pressure that makes a huge difference because we all know how much more comfortable it is to stay where we are and to not change. It can be tough to make the leap to spend money. It can be tough to make the leap to start maybe putting in some work to get a result that we want. And so giving your prospects this little bit of positive pressure and a little bit of a deadline can really help them to start moving forward towards those results that they want to get. But I'm getting a little bit away from the main point of what I wanted to talk about right now, which was short versus long launches, okay? So I would classify a short launch as anything that is less than four days. So this could be a one, two, three, or four day launch. And then you have the longer launches that are more than four days long. Sometimes people launch for a week or two weeks or even longer. Now they both certainly have their place and they both can work. And personally, I like to use a mixture where sometimes I do shorter launches and sometimes I do longer to keep things a little bit more interesting and not let them get stale. I tend to prefer the short launches a little bit because I find it's easier to keep up the energy and to build a lot of momentum in them. And I don't have to worry so much about possibly annoying my leads, the people who are not interested in buying. So I'd rather send more emails over a shorter period than send emails for a longer period. I also find shorter launches quite a bit easier on me because there are fewer emails required and because the energy levels are higher, I find these emails easier to write because I'm just more excited about the launch while I'm writing the emails. 
Later on in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the exact emails I would recommend that you send during your lunch period and the number of emails that I'm going to share with you, you could use over a four-day launch period or up to a seven-day launch period. So it's fairly flexible. And of course, you could also just cut out a couple emails and use it for an even shorter launch period. Before we get into those emails, there's one more very important thing that I have to mention, and that is the importance of the pre-launch. So pre-launch is warming your audience up to be ready to buy whatever you're going to be selling. It's where you start the conversation before you're asking for the sale. And this is so important. First of all, it's going to make the sales conversation a lot less awkward because you're not just coming out of the blue suddenly asking someone to buy something. They have a lot more context. They understand where you're coming from. It also makes them much more likely to buy because they'll have a much more complete understanding of why they might want the product and how it will be able to help them and the results that they will ultimately get. I'd recommend doing no less than two weeks of warm-up before you launch and preferably four or even more weeks of pre-launch. Now, one caveat there, sometimes it can work very well to launch a product or offer a product for sale right after someone becomes a lead. So they sign up for your email list and in the very first email you send them, you mention a product that they could purchase or you tell them about a flash sale that you're having um, or maybe you do this just one week after they've signed up. And this can work really well because they've just signed up for your email list. They are hot leads. They're ready to buy right now. They're very excited about solving their problem. And also, you're going to see the highest open rates on those initial emails, so the offer will get in front of the highest number of people. So that can work well if you are selling a product that doesn't require a lot of explanation and if the leads you have coming into at least that particular funnel are really hot leads who are really ready to buy and they are really agitated in their problem. So they really need a solution fast. However, if your leads are not quite so hot, if they're not entirely ready to buy, if your product requires a little bit more explanation, or if you're just selling to leads who have been on your list for a little while and so they're not in that brand new stage where they're so hot and so excited, but they've cooled off a little bit, that's where you're going to need to do a few weeks of dedicated warm-up where you're really talking about the problem that they're facing and some potential solutions so that they are primed to buy. Now let's get into the emails themselves. So there are 10 emails you can write that can times your sales by fives. Okay, write these 10 emails and you will earn five times as many sales, 500% as many sales. Now, if that is not crazy, I don't know what is. If there is work that is more worth your while, I don't know what that work is. Because think about this. Let's say you are going to do a launch and you're launching your product to a thousand leads. And if you don't write these 10 emails, maybe you're going to generate something like 2% sales, okay? So you're going to generate 20 sales. Now, if your product is a $200 product, then that's going to generate $4,000 in revenue, okay? Well, if you can write these 10 emails, and in this example, increase your conversion rate up to 10%, now suddenly you're going to turn that $4,000 of potential revenue into $20,000 of potential revenue, okay? That is huge. That means that in that little example I just gave there, your time writing those 10 emails will 
would have earned you $16,000. And how long will these 10 emails take you to write? My guess would be no more than five to six hours total. So this is perhaps some of the most profitable work you can ever do, so don't skip it. Okay, with that being said, let's get on into the emails themselves. So assuming that you're using these emails with a webinar, you are going to be writing three show-up emails and seven follow-up emails. Show-up emails are emails that are sent to people after they register for your webinar. So someone signs up for your webinar and then you're going to send them three emails that prompt them to actually show up and attend the webinar. Following the webinar, because not everybody will be ready to buy yet, no matter how brilliantly you teach or present your offer, some people will just need a little bit more time to think about it, maybe to go over their budget, maybe to talk to their spouse, okay? So you'll be leaving a lot of sales on the table unless you write these seven follow-up emails. Again, we'll be getting into the details on those in just a few minutes. But let me just talk to you about the numbers for these emails for just a minute here. So those three show up emails, those emails are going to increase your webinar show up rate by at least about three times. So in other words, if you don't write these emails, you might have about 10% of the people who register for your webinar show up. If you write just one email, you'll immediately increase that show up rate up to about 20%. But if you write a full three emails, you can increase your webinar show up rate up to 30 to 50%, okay? That means three times as many people attend your webinar, which means you'll generate three times as many sales live. Then those seven follow-up emails can easily double the number of sales that you make from the webinar. For example, with one of our higher converting funnels, on the live webinar, we see about 2 to 3% conversion rates, but then the follow-up emails generate another 2 to 3% conversion rate. And so that means that we earn twice as many sales because we have those seven follow-up emails. Okay, can I get really real with you about something for a minute here? I'm sure I'm not the only one who thinks you should be able to learn how to grow your business without spending thousands of dollars on bloated training. Seriously, there's no reason it needs to be as expensive as a lot of online courses are. That's why I don't offer really pricey coaching. I want to teach real people how to build really profitable businesses at a price that actually makes sense. So I asked myself, how can I connect with you in a really personal way, teach you everything you need to know to grow your business and help you actually do it? And how can I guarantee this won't cost an arm and a leg? Asking myself those questions four years ago is how I came up with the idea for Startup Society, the program I wish had existed when I was struggling to get my online business off the ground. So if you're a freelancer, a coach, or a course creator, and you want my guidance, plus the support of my own team to build your business, then Startup Society is for you. Just head to startupsociety.com to learn more and find out when enrollment next opens. I can't wait to meet you, show you the ropes, and guide you to start growing your business a whole lot faster. Startupsociety.com. Building an online business doesn't have to be so complicated. So I know you're probably dying to know exactly what is in these emails. So let's get into that. So first of all, those three show up emails. The very first one is sent out immediately after someone signs up for your webinar. And this one is a confirmation email that really sets their expectations. 
In this email, you need to let them know that they have in fact successfully registered for the webinar. You need to tell them exactly when it is and what they're going to get out of it. Okay, so you're starting to pitch this webinar even a little bit more to them so that they do in fact show up. The second show up email is what I call a sell with a story email. Sell with a story emails are emails that convey your marketing messages by way of a story, okay? So in these emails, you tell a story that helps your prospect to see that you understand what they're facing. You understand the challenge that they're going through. You understand the outcome that they want. These stories can also show your prospects the results that you got from doing what you teach and how those results impacted your life. You can also tell stories about how you learned what you teach so that you have more credibility, that you actually know what you're talking about. These stories are so, so powerful, and they're also a great way to keep your audience, your email readers, engaged throughout your launch process so that you don't lose them with boring sales emails. Okay, so now that you understand what a sell with a story email is, let's get back to our show up emails. Your second email is going to be one of these sell with a story emails. And you can go a few different directions with this. You can talk about what your experience with the problem that your prospective customer is facing or how you learned what you'll be teaching or how that information changed your life. Any one of those is a great option for this second show up email. And I'd recommend that you send this show up email halfway between when they sign up for the webinar and when the webinar is actually going to happen, which probably is going to be a day or two after they sign up. And then the third show up email is the we're about to get started email. This email should go out at the time of the webinar or 15 minutes before. Typically with a live webinar, I'll do it 15 minutes before. And with a automated webinar, I will do it at the scheduled time. And so this email is really quick, short to the point. It just says, hey friend, we're about to get started. Here's what we're gonna be covering. Here's the link to join me right now. That email will be super quick and easy to write. And when you're done with it, you will be done with your three show up emails that will triple the number of people who show up to your webinar. So those are the first three emails you need to write. Now let's move on to talking about the seven follow-up emails. So, okay, I have to admit there's actually eight of these. I have named the first one email number zero because it is so just simple and straightforward and to the point, I think it rates itself. And also because you may end up skipping one of these emails because you might not want to fit all of these into a three or four day sales period, okay? So we're gonna walk through these seven, really eight emails and you can decide which ones you want to use in your launch sequence. The first one, email number zero, is the webinar replay email. Now, you won't use this one if you're not doing a webinar, but as I already said, I recommend that you do use a webinar. So if you have a webinar, you're gonna send an email shortly after it that gives your registrants, your webinar registrants, a link to the replay of the webinar, along with a little tease of the offer that you presented. So you wanna give them a hint that at the end of the webinar, you shared a special offer that's only available for a few days, so make sure they watch all the way to the end to hear that offer. Now, this is key both because it tells people, hey, don't miss this, but also it sets their expectation so that they're not surprised at all when you do share that offer. You'll find that it gets much better reception when people are expecting it. 
Next up is email number one. So this email you're typically going to send out the day after your webinar happened, and this is the official pitch email. So in this email, you're going to present the same offer you presented on the webinar, but now just in email form. So this is where you announce that your product is now available, or it is now on sale, or there's now a special bonus that's being included with it for a limited time. And you're gonna tell people all the basic details about it, who this is for, why they want it, what they're going to get, and how long it's available for. Follow-up email number two is another sell with a story email. I'd recommend that you focus this one on how you experienced the problem that your prospects are facing right now. You really want to tell them a story about what it was like for you when you faced this problem, something that happened when you were facing this problem, so that they fully believe that you understand their problem. Because if they believe that you understand their problem, then they will trust that you understand what they're going through and that you'll be able to help them. I think we all know what it's like when someone gives us advice, but they've never gone through what we're going through. And so we just know that their advice really isn't going to be that helpful. On the other hand, if you know someone who's gone through something similar, then when they give you some advice, however big or small that advice might be, you really trust it because you know that they've faced the same thing that you have. So you want to give your leads that same sense of security and trust. The third follow-up email is a testimonial or case study email. So in this email, you could tell more about your own story, but you also could share a client success story, or you could share some rave reviews from some of your customers. And here's a tip. If you don't yet have a lot of customers, that's okay. That's a great place to just use your own story. Follow-up email number four is one of my favorites. It's the FAQ email. So in this email, you're going to answer some frequently asked questions about your product. And the reason I love this email is because it's so easy to write. I find it's really fun because it's kind of conversational where there's questions and answers. And also I find that it creates the opportunity for you to answer some common objections, some reasons why people might not want to buy your product. Maybe they think it will take too long to implement, or it's too expensive, or it won't work for them. And you can really argue your case here and show people why those objections don't need to be problems, how your product will solve those problems for them and overcome those objections. Follow-up email number five is another sell with a story email. And here you're going to focus on the impact of the results. So I want you to tell your leads what happened when you got the results. Don't focus so much on the results themselves, how you were able to do this amazing thing, but rather tell about how after that happened, how it changed your life. The last two emails, email number six and number seven, I'd recommend you send on the last day of your special offer. Email number six is the two choices email. So in this email, you're going to talk to your prospects about how they have two different options. They can choose to buy or they can choose not to and what the outcome of each of those will be. There are several different ways you can present this. You can talk more about the fork in the road or you can just focus on the outcomes that will be created if they buy the product, or you can talk to them about the problem that they're facing and how they're expecting that to change in the future, what results they really want to achieve. Yeah, several different ways to approach this, but it's really important to talk to people about kind of this decision that they're making and how the decision is going to make itself if they don't intentionally make a choice. And then finally, 
in the afternoon or early evening of your last day of your launch, you're going to send out the last chance email. This email is typically a fairly short email. It's not a place for a story. It's just a friendly reminder that the card is about to close or the offer is about to end and that soon they will no longer be able to purchase your product or sign up for your program. So in this email, you wanna give a quick rundown of the details of your product. What exactly does it include? What's your return policy? or your refund policy or your guarantee? How long will they have access to your product for? Exactly what sort of support are you going to be providing? All those sorts of things. Again, keep it pretty short and to the point because you want to get to that call to action pretty quickly so that they can quickly consume this email, understand that the time is almost up and that they need to make a decision now. Now, I know that that might sound a little bit aggressive, but I want you to keep in mind that this email is only going to be sent to people who have signed up and indicated that they're interested in this product that you're selling. And also, you definitely will not be, or at least should not be sending it to anyone who's already purchased your product. So I want you to make sure that you have your email marketing system configured so that as soon as someone purchases your product, they immediately get removed from the sequence of emails and they don't receive any more emails asking them to buy because that has got to be one of the most annoying things when you buy a product and then you keep getting automated emails asking you to buy it. So make sure you set things up right. If you want help with that, that's definitely something that we guide members through in Startup Society. We show them exactly how to set that system up. We also have a full outline for all of these emails inside Startup Society. So you can get a template that has suggested subject lines and exact send times and dates. So if that's something that you're interested in, then you can consider joining Startup Society to get that. I also wanted to mention that inside Startup Society, we have the email swipe copy for our highest converting sales funnel. So the actual text from all the emails we use in that funnel, we provide to the members, of course not to copy and paste because it's very personalized, but I find that it can be so helpful to see how these different templates really come to life. And it can give a lot of inspiration and ideas for how you can put it into practice yourself. Personally, I always find swipe copy like that incredibly helpful. And I have to admit that whenever I'm writing pretty much any form of copy, whether I'm writing sales emails or a sales page or anything else, I almost never start from scratch. I almost always pull out emails I've written in the past or swipe copy that I've gotten from a mentor or someone who I look up to or just swipe copy I've seen out there on the internet that I really enjoyed and I will use it as inspiration. Now, like I said, it's not at all copying and pasting because, you know, other people have written things that are very personal to them and I'm writing something that's very personal to me and my brand. So I'm using completely different examples. I'm pitching a different offer. I mean, it's not even recognizably similar to the thing that I used as inspiration, but still just having a starting place at all, I find goes a long way so that you're not left staring at a blank page with no idea for where to start, idea for what story to share. As soon as I have something that I'm pulling from in some way, I find it really sparks the ideas and just makes it so much easier. So that is a 
huge tip if you at all struggle with writing copy or I mean, really, even if you don't struggle at all, this is really just a hack of the pros. Something that I believe most copywriters do is they start with a source of inspiration whenever they're writing anything. Okay, so this brings us to the end of the episode. I hope that you found this really helpful, just this walk through the email launch sequence and also what I shared earlier on about how important it is to use email and webinars together. If you want more information about that, especially the webinar side of that, I did a few episodes a couple months ago all about how to launch with webinars and the beginner's guide to webinars. So go back and listen to those episodes. I'll make sure that we get those linked up in the show notes. You can find them easily. And that way you can understand this complete launch system. And of course, if you want even more help implementing this launch system and really building it out for yourself, then consider joining Startup Society. You can find out more about the program at startupsociety.com. Enrollment for Startup Society is currently closed, but we'll be opening it up in a few more months. So you can join the waitlist to find out exactly when that will be and just be the first to know when the doors do open. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode and I'll be back again next week, same time, same place. So I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Work Less, Earn More. Now, here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Gillian Z Perkins so I can see you're listening. Sharing on stories is going to help more people find this podcast so they too can learn how to build their business in a way that allows them to work less and earn more. And if you really love the show, head over to Apple Podcasts right now and leave Work Less, Earn More a review to give it a boost and help even more people find it. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm Gillian Perkins, and until next week, stay focused and take action. Take action.